0: You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. In this podcast, we're going to hear a Sunday morning message.
1: Let me share just a moment. It was about, I believe, about 24 years ago. And uh, Jewel City is 28 years old that I was bivocational. I was working for United Insurance Company and we were on our way to Myrtle Beach for vacation. And my boss was George Mung and uh, he attended a great church in St. Albans by the name of Maranatha Fellowship. And he said, Pastor, he said, "Uh, why don't you stop down here and have church on your way to the beach? So I pulled in this massive campus and I was overwhelmed and we were still in our first little building, and I went in, I didn't know anyone except him, and I was encouraged that day, and I remember, honestly, when I left, I had two prayer requests. I said, God, I'd love to be able to build a campus like this someday for your kingdom, and the second prayer request, I had never, ever asked anybody to allow me to come and preach, and I still won't, but I left there saying, wow, I'd like to preach at this place someday, and God has been faithful, and answered both of those prayer requests. And since that time, uh, over the last 24 years or so, Pastor Wright and I have become very close. And I didn't realize uh, until I got a little bit older how much I have learned from you, Pastor. Since then, he has went on and uh, retired and he uh, has right-way ministries. He's a full-time evangelist, travels all over this great country. Uh, Let's make Pastor Wright and his lovely wife, Linda, welcome today. Come on, Pastor. Bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. Love
0: you. Oh, it's great to be here. How many of you have ever heard me preach before? Oh Lord, some of you are in for a wonderful surprise. I, I, I love to preach to hungry people, uh, and I hope you're hungry today. It's a joy to be here. Thank you, Pastor Robert and Leanne, for the privilege of being here. My wife Linda, please stand, Linda, and let everybody see how blessed I am. I'm on the road, uh, now this is probably the fifth week I've been preaching on the road, been to Indiana. Uh, I preach in all kinds and all sizes of churches. And uh, it's, it's, it's exciting, Pastoring's one thing, but being an evangelist is, a, is another thing. If you have a Bible, turn over to Romans, just one verse, Romans the eighth chapter, verse 28. Romans, and you can use your phones. Isn't it amazing? What, you can get the Bible on your phone, and uh, it's just exciting. I have a new watch. My wife bought me a watch, and uh, it, it talks to me. It tells me to stand up. It's time to stand up. Wait a minute here, brother. I'll get up when I want to get up. Isn't it amazing? I used to read comic books of Dick Tracy. It tells you how old I am, Dick Tracy. And he had a watch, that you could talk and make calls on. This one does the same thing. I don't know how to do it, but it does the same thing. Come on, some of you the same way, same way. Romans 8, 28. And we know, I I don't know if everybody knows it or not. And we know that all things, oh Lord, It's nice to read that scripture, isn't it? But it says, we know in all things. If you don't know, guess what? You're going to take a class until you know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. You may not realize it. You may just be sitting in a seat today, but everyone in the building, you were born for a reason. You were born for a purpose. And you've got to find that only through Jesus Christ. Somewhere between our birth and our death, we all will face some problems and some pressures. Come on, talk to me. Somewhere between the new birth and the new Jerusalem, guess what? We all will deal with some struggles and some storms. No one's exempt. Jesus said it rains on the just and the unjust. You can be a sinner and the sunshine for days, and you can be a saint and the sunshine will come. But also... Everyone will have days where it rains on your parade. Say amen. amen. We all will go through tests and trials. I don't line up for them. Matter of fact, I'll let you go first. We all will suffer some setbacks and some sorrows. We all will fight some battles and carry some burdens. We all will face some losses and some loneliness. Adversity and afflictions will come our way one day while we walk on this planet. Satan will try to use the storms that we go through to cause us to get discouraged or distracted. He's a master at distracting us. You can sit in this building right now, and I know it's happening somewhere in the building, and before I ever get through a message, you'll get distracted. you'll start thinking about lunch, you'll start thinking about this. It's amazing we're in a church building where the Holy Ghost is moving through the whole house and we'll get distracted just like that. Whether you're old or you're young, we get distracted. That's the work of the enemy. And he uses storms and battles to get us distracted off of what God's trying to do in our life. He wants to stop our progress. Do you hear me? He wants to sabotage our destiny. That's his work. He's already doomed. He knows what his end will be, but he's trying to get us to lose our focus. When when we get bruised and when we get battered, we must refuse. Number one, we must refuse. I'm not going to panic. We must not let any storm we go through cause us to become bitter I've met a lot of bitter people. We must not allow storms that would go through to have us to to have a pity party. Well, I pastored a church of about two thousand people in in attendance, and one day I got so tired of hearing people having the pity party that I went and bought a pacifier. That big, big old pacifier, and and I hid it behind the pulpit. And when I was preaching, oh, I was having a time. I got this pacifier out, and I said, here, some of you need this for you having a pity party. It did not go over well. (laughs) Did you ever use it again? Nay, nay. (laughs) But you must not let what things... It's amazing. I've seen people, one of them will say, Oh, let me tell you what I'm going through. And they will share it. And the other one will try to top what that one says and say, You think you're going through something. And so they tell that. And this one said, Well, I've got one better than that. What in the world are you doing? That's right. Anyone in the building? Yeah. Adversities will come along to bury us. Usually, these things that come along in life to bury us, they have within them the potential to benefit and even bless us. How in the world? I'll give you a perfect example. An old mule fell into an old well. And the farmer came along and he, he assessed the situation and he, the old well was dry. And the mule was old. I love old people. <laughs> I am one. <laughs> and, and, and so he decided he's just going to put the old mule out of his misery. So he contacts all of his neighbors, and he tells them the situation. And he says, "Would you would you bring would you haul over some dirt, and would you come over and help me? I'm just going to bury the old mule." and get him out of his misery. And so they all gathered around and they all had their shovels and they started throwing shovelful full of dirt down on the mule. My goodness. The first thing the mule said, he said, they're trying to kill me. And he he, he got just a little bit hysterical. And then all of a sudden a thought came to him. I'm not going to let this thing kill me. And so what he decided to do was every time a pile of dirt come down and hit on his back, he's going to shake it off and step up. Are you with me? And he kept saying over and over and over, I'm going to shake it off. Oh, I remember an old song was that a whole lot of shaking going on. Please, please, please pray for me. And, And he kept, he kept shaking it off and stepping up. 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 And finally, you got it. He stepped right out of the well. He was bruised and he was battered, but he did not let it bury him. I want to tell you, storms and battles can kill you if you allow them to. If you remember anything I say today, tell your neighbor, shake it off. And step up. Tell your other neighbors, shake it off. And step up. And if they won't listen to them, pick up your Bible and hit them with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In love, in love. Are you still with me? One great example in the Old Testament is Joseph. His brothers put him in a pit. And who would have ever thought that from the pit... God would use that pit to get Joseph to a palace. And there was a whole lot of battles along the trip, but he ended up being second in command of all of Egypt. And if he hadn't been in that position, God's people would have died from starvation. God knows what he's doing. Just keep shaking it off and stepping up. Say amen. Always remember... That when you're in a storm, you're in miracle territory. Did you hear me? Always remember that when you're in a battle, you're in... See, people want miracles, but you you don't need a miracle unless you're in a storm. And when you're in a storm, does anybody believe that God still does miracles in the building? See, we're so used to depending on man. You know, man can only take you so far. Thank God for doctors and medicine and all that. But let me tell you something. God's the healer. He's the one that can bring us through any battles. There are two factors to every storm that we go through. Number one, storms come for a reason. And it got quiet in the house of the Lord. Jesus, the Bible says in Hebrews 5:8, this scripture is powerful. Look at it. Jesus learned obedience. The Son of God had to learn something. He learned obedience from the blessings of God? No. From the things he suffered, he learned how to obey. From the things he suffered. Listen to me. There's a purpose behind every... Brother Wright, you've got to be kidding me. No, there's a purpose behind everything you're going through. Job, the 38th chapter, verse number one. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm. You know, when you get in a storm, you intensify your prayer life. If you're not sucking on your pacifier, you... you, you, it intensive, that's, I want to tell you, we, we need to have situations go on in our lives that we in, see a storm. God uses storms, number one, to purge us from things that we don't need in our life. Are you still with me? God uses storms, listen to me, prepare us for our assignment. You have an assignment from the Lord, but you have to go through some things to learn certain things. And guess what? It prepares you for your assignment. You've got to have dreams like Pastor Robert. He, he's a dreamer. He's got great vision. But let me tell you something. You're going to go through some stuff before you ever get your dreams fulfilled. Say amen. amen. It's not easy. But there's something to learn. God uses life's bruises to provoke us to seek more. There's more, church. I said, there's more. I'm saved. Praise God. There's more. I'm saved by God's grace. I know one thing that I've learned today in all my years, and that is I won't get to heaven because I preach. I won't get to heaven because I had a big church. I'll get to heaven by God's grace through the blood of Jesus. And I accepted him at the age of 18. But I found out something. There's more. There's more. There, oh, it's exciting. Walking with Jesus is thrills, romance, and adventure. So God uses life's bruises to provoke us to seek for more. Psalms 34, verse 9. Oh, mercy. What a scripture. Psalms 34, verse 19, verse 19. Many, now you can say amen if you want to. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Has anybody in this building ever gone through anything since you've been on this planet? There's five of us. Well, guess what? The rest of you are going to go through something. Many are the afflictions, the battles, the bruises of the righteous. Look at that. But the Lord, I need somebody to give me a witness, but the Lord delivers us from how many of them? All of them. Can anybody raise your hand and say, that happened to me? Many are the afflictions, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Through it all, listen to me, through it all, keep your eyes on the Savior and not on the situation. That's the work of the enemy that I told you. He'll get our eyes on the situation and we'll lose. Yeah. Come yeah. Through it all, keep your faith focused on the promises of God and not the problem. Quit talking about the problem. Yeah. You, you talk about, I, when I pastored certain people in the church, they talked about the same thing over and over and over. And a matter of fact, I'd be in Walmart. You know, Walmart's a gathering place of the church. Well, it is. I'd be in Walmart pushing a buggy and I'd see one of them come down the aisle. And I knew if they saw me, they were going to tell me their sad story and all their problems. Please pray for me. I'd get that buggy and I'd go as fast as I could. Come on, you've done the same thing. Because there are certain people that get alongside of us and they bring us down. I don't want to go down. I want to go up. I like to be around people that praise God and lift me up and encourage me. I got enough battle. See, if if you meet me after church and, and and you start talking to me about your problems and battles and you want some counseling, I'm an evangelist. He's right down there. See, all I do is come along and, and I head out. I love being an evangelist. I'm having a good time, I don't know about anybody else. The battles may get hard and sometimes they do. I'm not playing games with you, but Jesus is on our side and greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Is anybody alive in the house? Robert, Pastor Robert, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's some Pentecostals that have snuck in here. (laughs) You may get weary. You may get worn, but hang in there. I think my entire ministry is, is to encourage people, hang in there, don't quit. Jesus will not fail you. Do you hear me? He will not fail you. I know you're going, Lord, when are you coming? Delays, not denial. Jesus is not Santa Claus. And you all know who Santa Claus is. It's grandma and grandpa. (laughs) One of my grandsons, when he was little, he'd tell his mom and dad, well, if you don't get it for me, my papa will. Anybody love being a grandparent in the house at all? I thought so. I thought so. Come on, let's be truthful. If if we had a way, we could skip the first part just to get to the second part. Here's, Here's a great quote. The storm the enemy sent to break you is going to be the storm that God uses to make you. Oh, yeah, Satan wants to break us. But God will use that very storm to make us into what he's called us to be. I know I don't look like it, but I was an athlete at one time. I lettered in five sports. Today it's a dream. <laughs> but you had to work at it. And I played when... When coaches were rough, I remember coming off the field and the coach grabbing my face mask and like my head going boom, boom, boom. Telling me what's what. Today, mom and dad would come down, get a lawyer and sue the coach. But the coach was trying to get me to do my best. And even when I failed, he'll point out my failures, but it wasn't to put me down. It was to cause me to step up. God's not against you. He's for you. Keep your faith focused. Run your race. Finish the course. There's a reason. There's a reason behind What you're going through. Listen to this. Some of you are under attack, not because of what you have done, but because of what you're going to do. Some of you are being battled, not because of where you've been, but because of where you're going. Some of you are being assaulted by the enemy. Not because of your yesterdays, but because of your tomorrows. Can you get a hand clap for the Lord right there? Come on. So there's a reason. There's a reason behind what you're going through. James, the first chapter, verse 2 through 4, consider it pure joy. What in the world? Consider it p- pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face what? Trials of many kinds. Why? Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. That means you won't quit, that means you won't give up. Satan can throw at you whatever you've learned now through the test of former trials and battles and I'm not going to give up. And watch this. So let perseverance finish, finish its work so you and I may become mature. You know, there's a lot of baby Christians that have been saved for 40 and 50 years. We've got to learn maturity. It brings completeness in our walk. Number two, storms are not only here for a reason. Oh, well, this is shout material. They're here for a season. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody happy? Yeah. What do you mean, Brother Wright? Whatever you're going through will soon mm, be over. Storms, storms, storms don't last forever. I want you to I want you to do something for me. I want you to shout hold on. on. Jesus is about to turn your mess into a miracle. Someone someone shout, hold on. on. Jesus is about to turn your test into a testimony. Keep praying. Keep asking. John 14, 14, Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I'm a big asker. Open your mouths as wide as you can. Everybody in the building, open your mouth as wide as you can. Get it open as wide as you can. Big mouths get big miracles. And there's some big mouth people in this house. Man, I'm having a good time. If you're bold enough to ask it, he's big enough to answer it. Someone shout, hold on. Jesus is about to turn your battle into a blessing. How could that be? God's ways aren't my ways, but he can turn your battle into a blessing. Keep believing. Mark, the ninth chapter, verse 23, Jesus said, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Someone shout, hold on. Jesus is about to turn your set back into a comeback. Someone shout, hold on. Something good's about to happen. Did you hear me? Something good's about to happen. Your burden is about to be lifted. Your problem is about to be solved. How about you in the back? Can you hear me? Yeah. Guess what? Your storm's about to stop. Your mountain's about to be moved. Yeah. Someone shout, hold on. Hold on. Something supernatural is about to show up. Yeah. 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 <whistles> no. Glory to God. Mark the 10th chapter, verse 27. Woo. For tomorrow, say tomorrow. For tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Someone shout, hold on. on. Something miraculous is about to be manifested in your life. Someone shout, "Hold hold on. Jesus is getting ready to make a way for you where there seems to be no way. I prophesy to you that helps on the way. Just keep holding on by faith. Some of you need a breakthrough. I believe that today is your day of breakthrough. If you're in the house and you don't know Jesus, you need to open your heart up and ask him to forgive you. An altar can't save you but it's a good place to come. And you know, as a Christian, I found out if two people touch any one thing and agree, it'll come to pass. So when you see your brothers and sisters coming to an altar, it's good to step out and gently lay your hand on them And let them know that you are agreeing for their breakthrough. Some of you need a physical breakthrough. Some of you need a financial breakthrough. Some of you need a breakthrough in your family. Whatever your situation is, the Savior has the solution. Stand to your feet if you would. Would you bow your head for prayer? Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse nine. For at the appointed time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. I believe your harvest is on the way. with every head bowed and every eye closed. Is there anyone in the house with no one looking around? Is there anyone in the house would say, Brother Wright, I'm in a storm. Just lift your hand up, I'm in a storm. Anybody else? Anybody in the house would lift your hand and say, Brother Wright, I need a breakthrough. I need a breakthrough. Way in the back, I need a breakthrough. If you're in a storm, if you need a breakthrough, this is your day. I want those that raise their hands to step out now and come to the altar. Do it quickly. Do it quickly. You can stand or you can kneel. It doesn't matter the position of the body, it's the position of the heart. Come on, don't be afraid. Come on, come on, come on, quickly. Come on. Begin to pray the minute you get to the altar, open your mouth. You don't need to scream, but get your get your prayer into the atmosphere. Pray, pray. Open your prayer, your mouth up, and begin to pray. God will hear your prayer. If you're in this house, every every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in this house and you're not a Christian, you say, Brother Wright, would you please pray for me? Put your hand up. I'm not gonna come to you. Anybody in the house say, Brother Wright, pray for me. I'm lost. I need a savior. Anyone? Father, I'm thanking you (laughs) for what you're gonna do at this altar today. I'm thanking you, Lord, for the miracles, the breakthroughs that are gonna come today. Carrie, would you begin to sing? Give it all you've got in Jesus' name. The altar's still open. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages
1: or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups.